to talk about uh, this this very issue of Zama Zamas. We now speak to Duncan Luvona, who is a National Union of Mine Workers, NUM's National Chairperson for Health and Safety. Thank you very much, Duncan, for joining us uh, this morning. Welcome to the Weekend View. Um, here's a, a, a terrible case here. And I first saw saw the news with, with the minister, Mantasha, in fact, po- uh, posting that his department had, in fact, been informed that it's believed that 31 suspected illegal miners had died. But we understand now that... Uh, um, they, they can't send people down as yet because of uh, the dangerous uh, methane levels currently in that ventilation shaft. But this this issue uh, just a- across the country uh, remains a problem here with uh, corruption being being at the heart of it. There's violence at the heart of it. Communities as well are affected by this. We're asking our listeners this morning whether they believe there's decisive action being taken to deal with this. In your view, is enough being done to, to see an end to lives being lost so senselessly, communities being in danger um, so senselessly, and this practice continuing unabated. Uh, good morning, Sevenzile, and uh, good morning for you listeners, and thanks for having us as the National Union of Mine Workers. Maybe let me firstly um, uh, say that uh, indeed ourselves, as NUM, it came to attention as well that yes, these um, 31 suspected legal miners, of course, um, they've lost their life, but they cannot be retrieved because of this. Um, high um, cases which are there, which makes them safe. But maybe to answer your question directly, let me start by saying that, first and foremost, the government, they don't have a plan on this. They have run out of plans. They don't have a plan on how to keep this particular issue. Why we're saying that, uh, but it's not only the, the, the government or maybe the DMRE only, only the services, well, they don't have a plan. Because if you remember very well, in a couple of years ago, there was a team and a project that they started, but it just fell within the crack. We don't know what's happening, what happened. Among other things that is worrying us, more especially for the communities and for the workers as well. In, in the Northwest, not so long ago, when they arrested those legal mine workers whom predominantly came from uh, Lesotho, mm-hmm. they confiscated a very, a very dangerous firearm from these uh, legal, uh, legal, legal mine workers, and what? So from these legal uh, mine workers, and if you can check, this is not a new thing. A couple of, uh, I think it's not three years ago, one of the mine, uh, mining houses, they came to us as the National Union of Mine Workers and saying, "Here is the problem that we are having," and the photos that they were showing us were very scary. They've shown that these people underground, they have food, they have. Uh, cell phones, under, they have everything underground. Mm-hmm. And you ask yourself, how is that possible? We simply point to a point that this is a, is a big syndicate. This is a very organized people. And they know what they are doing in terms of even the mining itself that they are doing. And it puts our members, those our members even in the mines that are working, you'll find these Zamazamas underground, so our members, they keep quiet and coexist with them because once you try and go and talk about uh, uh, being a whistleblower to say management or mine bosses, these are the Zamazamas in our areas. You mm. don't they die. You'll even find a situation whereby they are using violence to make even security personnel to allow them 
to take out things outside from their minds. That's what mm. we are hearing. Mm. It is a it is a dire situation whereby they do not have a plan. However, yeah. the DMRE, which is our government, the Department of Minerals, uh, Energy and Energy, is supposed to maybe do a stock taking on all these mines that have been closed or that they are abandoned and try and use the funds that we are having of rehabilitation in the department. There is a that particular fund whereby if a mine doesn't want to rehabilitate and close the mine nicely, they are paid penalty. So mm, penalty mm. is the minimum amount compared to rehabilitating, taking responsibility by that particular mine. Yeah. So Let's maybe, also speak a bit, uh, Duncan, about um, how how artisanal artisanal or, or small scale uh, miners um, are, are treated in, in the country, or, or how framework regulatory frameworks or, or policy, if, if you will, actually accommodates them. And is it that does it accommodate them sufficiently so as to then avoid the 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 criminal activity, perhaps that some of them may in fact then then uh, be you know have to go into of course these um these gangs that that, that go on into these mines and, and want to to get a lot more out of the ground because they can make a lot more money are obviously operating in in you know in, in in the criminal realm and so we can't necessarily characterize what what they do entirely as as a part of what other artisanal miners or other small scale miners are in fact doing but how might perhaps uh, uh, regulatory frameworks or, or policy be used in in some way to to maybe try and bridge that gap where you aren't seeing you know the small players playing in, at a really small level and then those who want to actually um, get more from 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 the belly of the earth um, are then subjected to criminal activity. I, 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 I do not think entirely that can capture that is confronting us. The, 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 the regulatory framework for artisanal, artisanal miners or small scale, it is working very well in the Pumalanga area. We are seeing very small coal mines and so on and so forth whom are working. I think this syndicate, they want to make more profit. And if you are able to avoid these regulations and so on and so forth, you'll be able to make a lot of money because there are no red tapes of taxes and following. Uh, these safety measures, yeah. uh, environmental measures, we don't follow anything. We just go there and risk people's lives. If they die, they die, throw them away. We mm. continue making money at that expense. I do not think that. This thing it needs a multifaceted uh, approach. Because even if we can look, the people that are dying, some of them, or the people that we find that they are found by the SSF, you'll find that they are not even documented, some of them. Mm. It needs a multifaceted approach because these people, they come in the country, some of them, undocumented, first and foremost. Secondly, this is the criminal element, which it falls within the mandate of the law enforcement. Unfortunately, but but, but, but Duncan, Duncan, how 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 does a a, a document, a, 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 whatever whatever the document that you have that allows you to cross over from you know uh, one country to the next, stop you if you've made a decision and in fact have the skills? Because a lot of these zamazamas maybe used to work at those particular mines have have skills in fact to get themselves down there and up again, so that you know to to get the mineral, minerals that they want to get there. How how does a how does a document that says you're allowed to be in you know in the borders of South Africa, stop stop them from doing that. As I said that this issue is multifaceted. Just a provision of the regulatory framework is going to is not going to get this thing. Go to the and look at their statistics and check. Many people, even they, those ones, 
these are on, it's not the first people that they are dying this day one. There are people yes. before that have died. You yes. can go and check if they came legal or not. And there's no one taking account of it. Because if someone came illegally, we just put him there and risk his life because he wants to make money and so on and so forth. When he dies, we just throw him away. Even complete family, you continue to work. So I'm saying that that is another lake. It's multifaceted because we also need to strengthen our borders, among other issues. Secondly, yes, of course, the regular framework, maybe there can be other provisions that can be added, but it is not going to take this. This is a syndicate that is helping on making huge profits at the expense of avoiding this yeah. regulatory framework. Yeah. So hence, I'm saying that one, one, is not a one, one, one issue or resolution cannot cannot assist in the whole these issues. All right, uh, Duncan, we'll have to leave it there this morning. Uh, Duncan Luvono, who is uh, the National Chairperson for Health and Safety at the National Union of Mine Workers. And, and what of the people who buy, right, who buy off the, off the black market? How, how do you nab them? How do they contribute to this ongoing problem of, of Zama, Zamas? Because for as long as there is a buyer, uh, those who go out and risk their lives in the way that they do will continue to do so.